0: Welcome to the Attenborough Arts Centre podcast. People often ask us how we support local and new artists. Well, back in January I spoke to theatre maker, poet and writer Georgie Jones about her new show, Ish, that Attenborough Arts had supported and helped get on its feet. This was recording during one of their rehearsals in the studios at Attenborough Art Centre and as such, at times, the audio quality can be a bit ropey. Anyway, Georgie Jones.
1: I'm Georgie Jones. Hello. Uh, I wrote it and I'm doing it, uh, performing it. And um, we're here because that Attenborough Art Centre co-commissioned the piece. There's like a bunch of... Uh, That have commissioned it, and I don't want to say it and then think, Oh my god, what if they haven't? But I think they have, alongside China Play and Warwick Art Center, and a bunch of other people, which is lovely. So, we're here for the week, um, really, really uh, rehearsing rehearsing the heck out of it, which is exciting. Hello, I'm Alex Woolley, and I Show I've done. So, so. Um, so, apparently, that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it's essentially a show about uh, growing up and and what it means to be a woman and um, how you sort of navigate that in a world of, you know, not super internet y stuff because it's uh, what, you know, when I grew up in the like, 90s and noughties. Internet wasn't as yeah. much. Of a we thing did miss out that, that
2: thing. I think well, more to our benefit. Well, oh we my kind god! Of missed out on the the furore of social media. Maybe. I can't even imagine. I can't It imagine. would have been so much worse.
1: It would have been horrible. I don't know if I would have survived. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, it's essentially about growing up and what that means and and how everyone's going through it. So like, relax and don't worry about it. And it, and if you know, you've already gone through it, like, well done, it's difficult, and look at you now, still struggling through, but, like, we'll all be all right in the end, props. It was kind of, like, massively unexpected. We did, like, 20 minutes at first bite as really just, like, a this is an idea, and so to have support, not only in terms of, like, you know, space and rehearsal space and facilities, but to have people be, like we like the sound of that show, is just like, immense, like that's so cool, it it really makes you think like, okay cool, people are interested in it, which is, ace. like honestly like it's so cool, um, yeah, yeah, just having like scribbled it on paper in your bedroom and then unleashed it into the world (laughs) and think, oh god, I don't know, so being here this week makes it feel like a real thing that's really happening, which is excellent. Um, and then we're doing a show here at the end of the month, which is, which is great. So I've been friends with Georgie for a lot of years now, and I
2: first saw extracts of this show when we worked together behind a bar, mm-hmm. and Georgie initiated something which was essentially like a scratch night for, for people who were working behind this theatre bar, and, um, we all came and performed various things and Georgie performed a section of this and I was like, ooh, that's good isn't it? <laughs> that's that. My blinkers came on. Um, and then I've seen it progress, like externally I wasn't involved, um, but I've always kind of asked about it and been interested in it and, you know, seen various performances and seen it evolve through the, through the years really. Mm. It has been years. It has been years. Um, and now to come, it kind of feels like coming at the last herb and stealing a bit of the glory to be like...
1: Yeah, but I like think also, importantly, to like, like now that we've received Arts Council funding, you, c- you can collaborate with people, mm. which is ace. It feels like really rubbish to ask people for their time and expertise and not pay them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it really has pretty much literally just been me in my room for ages. So, so to, you know, have the funding to, to work with yeah. people is fantastic. So the plan I think is that we're going to do, we're doing a short preview tour, um, like really short. Uh, we have a show here and then we have a show in Lincoln and we're talking to Stanford Arts Centre about doing a show there as part of first festival. Um, and then to the plan is to apply for another bout of Arts Council funding to do a full UK tour, autumn 2020 world-dominant-ish. Um, so, yeah, that's the plan, really, to just kind of do it again but more, getting audience feedback from from this preview tour, and, and putting that into action, having another rehearsal chunk, and then off we go. Yeah, and then, obviously, BBC will say, hey, want to make it into a series? And they'll say, oh, God, oh, that's, fine. Fine. that's fine. 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 And then a film, probably. Which also, by the way, we're not saying that Ish is every woman, absolutely no way. We just want to, like, be a little part of a conversation. I do think with Ish, it's more, so
2: generally speaking, most women have a period at some point, Mm -hmm. again, not, you know, generally. Um, So I think in that sense, you can resonate with it. I mean, everyone who is going to watch the show has grown up yeah as yeah. well and being through the you know puberty changes and that kind of thing and whether or not you've seen it you know from any any gender mm. or anything y- you have been through that in whatever you know however it manifests itself so that's what you can give mm. which is that is a universal experience
1: yeah it's been a thing that we've discussed a lot mm. in the rehearsal room of how to make the show accessible to everybody and not just women or people who identify as women, I think it's like ultimately not to sound like super narcissistic but it's like a at me and like my experience but I think through, through hopefully making something so um, personal it kind of makes it more universal because you're not trying to speak on everybody's behalf and, and I, I
2: think that's, you, you don't talking about your experiences yeah. but being very inclusive at the same time. you not trying to say that, you know, this is my experience, you can't feel a certain way about it, feel any way you want. That's yeah. what's good about it. It's also educational, yeah. which is what's important. And we, you know, we were just talking at lunch about how it's so important to g- give children and you know or young adults, teenagers, whatever you want to call it, the experience to talk about these things and digest changes mm-hmm. and have their eyes open rather than just be like, leave them to it, you know? Yeah, because we didn't do sex education in
1: my school. We didn't do sex education. This is where this kind of started, really, because because uh, in the first like iteration of this like years ago, it was a show just about growing up and about everything that you never get taught that you're supposed to like somehow figure out on your own. And a lot of stuff, I think kind of like patronizes young people. They like get some outside person in who's like hip and cool and like down with the kids to be like, guys, let me talk to you about sex. And everyone's like, ah. And I think um, they already know anyway. There's no point in patronizing or assuming. Mm. You might as well just be like, this is what it is. Let's talk about it. And you know, it's it's fine and important. And I think it's really damaging to not have those conversations and let young people learn about sex and porn and things that their mates tell them on the playground like it's I think that's which is never more dangerous. Yeah
2: true and rumours that come yes. from the rumours. We yeah. wanted um, and things that you, you should be educated from porn. it's not it's not an educational tool. No. But so many people are ah. so many young, young kids because now all
1: these like I don't know, seven year olds have got phones. Yeah. You can get anything on the internet on your phone and it's terrifying. Speaking of we're, we're, we've partnered up with uh, Sex Blaine, who are like a non-profit organisation, and they're going to run some sex and relationship workshops alongside um, the show. The plan for the big toys to get into schools and stuff, which is difficult without like changing the content of the show massively. But to kind of have that as like a wraparound activity, that um, they they call themselves sex experts, and they the claim that they are totally unembarrassable. And I think that's really true. And they have these phenomenal, like, hands-on activities where you decorate cupcakes with with icing, uh, with genitals, and and like make labia out of play doh. And it's just like wonderful and like really super inclusive, really sex positive, and like LGBTQI plus inclusive. And it's really exciting not only for young people but for kind of like grown-ups quotation marks to be like. I didn't know that and I've been too embarrassed to ask my whole life Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm now at an age where I should know that but I don't know that so like thanks for the info so that's pretty cool to to have them with us kind of
2: yeah you'd be surprised how some people don't you know know little about their own bodies yeah and you know there's there's a lot of detail in a lot of it and you just kind of kind of know that that hole's there and that's you know (laughs)
1: Shortly after the commission, I had a meeting with some people from China Play, who just advised me on how to really like get this anywhere. Um, and the, the next step was to do like a, um, I did the optimist's course, um, uh, China Play and In Good Company, which is like a self, uh, self how to be a producer. Not self-producing necessarily, but how to be a producer and then self-produce this show, which was just like immensely helpful. Having never done an arts council application before and being like so daunted, and everyone being like, you know, there's like a ten percent success rate, and I was just like, ah! um, so that was horrible. Um, but without that, I just wouldn't have even known where to start. Couldn't even find the button on the arts council like page. grantium's a nightmare. So um, so yeah, that was like that was like the first step, which was. Incredible, and then to from there, I did a little. I didn't. I did a full a full performance at um, Departure Lounge at Derby Theatre, and that's where John saw it and um, Chris from from Drill Hall, and then said, "Yes, please, can we can we have a bit of it?" And then that's where the um, preview tour kind of got into motion and. Then uh, I spoke to John, who was super supportive, and said, how can we help you? And I said, I'd love some space if you've got any. And he said, you can have it for a week. So then, hence, here we are now um, for a week, which is just amazing to have to have space and sound and time and, um, you know, the freedom to just really, like, sink your teeth into it properly in advance of... Um, what the kind of the, the commission kind of culminates in the performance at Bite Size on Saturday, so it's not really nice to have this in the run up rather than the kind of rehearsing and then having a break and being like, oh my god, I remember all that stuff that Alex told me. What did she say? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> to have it in the in the lead up is ace and really exciting. So.
0: A big thank you to Georgie and Alex and to everyone else involved with Ish when it came to Atom Arts Centre back in January and February. It was a really, really good experience to speak with them and see the sort of support that we do give and the impact that it can have upon these artists and the work that they are producing. This has been episode one of the Attenborough Centre podcast. We'll be interviewing lots of different people over the next few weeks and hopefully months, talking about how we've supported them, the way their art has influenced themselves and also what they've got going on in the future. Due to the COVID pandemic, we are currently closed. Our building is, however, we are still putting out lots of content through our social media channels and through regular email shots out to all of our members. You can get onto that as well if you wish to by emailing arts-centre at le.ac.uk Thank you again for listening. My name is Adam and this has been the Attenborough Arts Centre Podcast.